and welcome to the When's My Time podcast. I'm Ozzy Eyre, founder of whensmytime.com, and I aim to be your boss's worst nightmare. Well, it's, what is it, Thursday? Thursday, I think the 4th of August, 2016. Yeah, I'm losing track of the days here. It's definitely Thursday, yes, I'm reliably informed by my computer. August the 4th. 2016, and it's just a couple of days away from the opening ceremony of the Rio Olympics. And I don't know about you, but this time around, it all seems a little subdued. I have to admit, I used to be somebody who checked every news bulletin. I'm talking going back several years now. I was very political. Uh, I used to eat news for breakfast, as it were. Now, not so much. So maybe that's why I'm not so carried away by it this time. I mean, the the Olympics is such a big thing in my life. I, some of my earliest memories as a kid of watching TV, I can remember watching the Tokyo Olympics back in 1964 on a sort of grainy black and white TV. And uh, this will mean nothing to anybody else, but I remember Lynn Davis winning the long jump for the UK. And... Um, that inspired me then to to go on to um, long jump was one of my sports at school. In fact, I, you wouldn't know it to look at me now because I'm, I'm fairly short by adult standards, but I was a tall child. And uh, that allowed me in the early years to break school records and that sort of stuff. But um, but hey, that's a long time ago. And I'm one of those guys that the, the older I get, the better I was. I look at the past with rose tinted glasses when I'm um, looking at my own sporting prowess as a youth. But as I say, it seems a little bit more subdued, the coverage, than in previous years. But maybe it's just because the last time, of course, we had it here in the UK, it was the London Olympics. And obviously, the excitement building up to that was incredible. And funny enough, a Facebook friend of mine posted yesterday uh, a memory from the London Olympics. And she commented, it was uh, a lady called Tally, and Tally commented that, uh, that how... The, the whole place was buzzing, and it was. The whole of the UK seemed to be united and full of positivity. And sadly, that now seems to be lost. Now, you could put a lot of that down to the political situation. You could put it down to the sad rise of terrorist incidents that we seem to be seeing. You could put it down probably more to the way the media is actually reporting all of this and the way we get sucked into all of that. And you could probably put it down to fears of how the political situation is developing in the US as well. And I don't want to go into that, but look, it seems pretty much a rock and a hard place over there to me. And I'm saying that obviously from 3,000 plus miles distant and um, anybody in the US who wants to put me right on that, feel free, you know, hit me up on Twitter at Aussie Air and uh, explain to me the situation a little better. But here's the thing. None of that is going to have any effect on how your life turns out unless you allow it to. You see, you have the power to decide how you react to those situations. All that is external stuff. What matters is the internal stuff. It's the way you behave around this. Now, I've just mentioned the Olympics and and how it seems as though there's... And maybe this is just me. Maybe it's just the UK. Maybe, Maybe it is a global thing. The excitement doesn't seem as great this time around. And I know there's the problems with the Zika and I know there's all the other 
problems and that sort of stuff. But there's always, always problems leading up to Olympics, aren't there? There are always reports that it won't be ready in time, that the athletes' village isn't ready, that the plumbing isn't fixed. Every single Olympics we go through that because, heck, they're on a, a tight schedule and it's a massive mammoth operation. The, the whole infrastructure thing is a mammoth thing to, to pull together. So we always get that sort of thing. But you know what? The athletes don't let that get to them. The athletes, the participating athletes, do not let the fact that there are reports of maybe their accommodation won't be quite as ready as they'd hoped. They, they don't let that affect their preparation. The athletes don't let any of that deflect them from their focus, deflect them from taking the necessary, regular, focused action towards achieving their goal of ultimately winning that Olympic gold. And it has to be the same with us. If we are to have success, whatever that success looks like in our own lives, we cannot, cannot allow the external factors, the political situation, whether you agree with the current swing in politics or not, the dreadful events globally that we see reported regularly, all that bad stuff that we keep getting fed as a daily diet by the media, we cannot allow that to deflect us from our own personal objectives. We control how we react to all of that. We can't control the external stuff. We can probably have an effect by trying to influence people. We can probably have an effect by trying to educate people. We can probably have an effect by trying to inform people. But in the main, on a global scale, we're not going to have that much of an effect. But what we can control is our reaction to all of that. And that's where your strength will lie. That's where your success will lie in not allowing any of that stuff to deflect you. Now, while we're talking about athletes and the Olympics in particular, how sensible would it be for somebody who had never taken up a particular sport to wake up in July of this year and say, do you know what? I'm going to go to the Olympics in August and win gold in, I don't know, fencing. Let's say fencing. I, it's a sport I know nothing about, but I do know this. It would be ridiculous for them four weeks before the event to think, yeah, I'm going to take that up and uh, it looks easy enough. I'm going to go and win gold in Rio. It would just be ridiculous, wouldn't it? So why do we expect when we start out in business for ourselves to do a similar thing? Why is it that we say, OK, this is what I want to be? And we start out all enthusiastically. And at the end of the first month, if we haven't got a result, think this isn't working. It's crazy. But I see it all the time. People will take up something with great intentions and they fall by the wayside within a week, two weeks, three weeks, even three months. They'll, they'll say, nah, I'm giving it up. Look, this is your dream. You're the architect of this life. You've designed this life that you want to chase after. Now, it either means something to you or it doesn't. If it doesn't, that's fine. I, I, this, this, there's no judgment here. The only thing is, is deciding how much it means to you. It doesn't matter to me or anybody else. It's how much it means to you. And is it worth your while to go after it? If it is, go after it. If it's not, don't. But don't just try. See, I've always thought try is such a weasel word. Try leaves you a cop-out, doesn't it? Oh, well, I tried that, didn't work. No, do it. Do it. I tell you when I first discovered that. It was when I, I'm ashamed to say, as a young man, I used to smoke. 
And I tried packing it up several times. In fact, I, I find trying to pack it up easy. I, I did it loads of times. But that was the thing. I was trying. It was when I became a non-smoker, when I decided, no, I don't smoke. Not I'm trying to give up. I don't smoke. So if somebody ever offered me a cigarette, even somebody I knew, the trick was to say, no thanks, I don't smoke. Not, no thanks, I'm trying to give up. Or, no thanks, I've given up. The trick was, for me, anyway, to say, no thanks, I don't smoke. And do you know what happens then? There's two things happen then. One is the person offering you the cigarette, even if they know that you used to be a smoker, will never offer you a cigarette again because they know that you're a non-smoker. And two is you hear yourself say, I'm a non-smoker. You're reinforcing that all the time. I'm a non-smoker. I don't smoke. You're reinforcing that message to yourself. Not that I'm trying to give up. You're telling yourself, I do not smoke. Not I'm trying not to smoke. If you leave that word try in there, that is such a cop out because it allows you to say, I tried it, didn't work. Again, skiing off piste, I hadn't intended to talk about that. But look, if you're a smoker, become a non-smoker. Don't try to give up, just become a non-smoker. You can do it. Easy. <laughs> I mean, seriously, once you make that decision, no, let me take that back. It's not easy. It's not easy. It's never easy. And because it's an addiction, you're addicted to a drug. I was addicted to a drug. It's not easy. But you can make it easier by deciding, I am a non-smoker, not I'm trying to give up. Hope that helps. Don't know how we got onto that subject, but listen, if I'm helping one of you quit smoking for good, that's, that's fine by me. And I hope it's fine by you too. Let's go back to what we were talking about. We were talking about the Olympics. We were talking about the attitude of the athletes, the fact that the athletes do not let any of the the hoopla, the, um, the, the news, the, the noise all surrounding it, they don't let any of that take away from their focus. And their focus is getting to the Olympics and winning a medal. Be the same. Be the same in chasing down your dream. Don't let any of the stuff that's going on, don't let any of the negativity that's in the press, don't let any of the negativity that's on TV, don't let the political situation in your particular country, don't let any of that deter you from living your life on purpose and making the difference that you're meant to make. I hope that's been of use to you. As ever, if you've enjoyed this podcast, if you've got something from it, what I'd love you to do is head over to iTunes, leave me a review, tell me what you like best about it, leave me a bunch of stars as well. Five is always preferable. And you can hit me up on Twitter at Aussie Air, or you can also email me Aussie at whensmytime.com. And if you head over to whensmytime.com, over there, I've even put up a free 40-minute video that you can get in which I reveal the top 10 things I've learned since I decided to leave the corporate life back in 2010. So that's whensmytime.com. Thank you so much indeed for listening. It's been great having you with me today. I'm Ozzie Air, founder of whensmytime.com. And I'm here to tell you, your time is now.